Hello, life-changing coaches. Today, thank you for being here, by the way. Hello. Good to see you. You guys, let me know if you're watching live or in the replay. Give me a little hashtag live or a little hashtag replay. Today, we're going to talk about my experience completing the 75 Hard program. I want to walk you through the mental and physical transformation points and shifts that I've been through because I chose I chose to intentionally remove all of my vices while making my own life extra difficult for myself over the course of 75 days. So as we get started, I want to ask you a question. Please submit your answer in the comments. What is the most difficult two and a half month period you have ever been through? So I would love to hear about it. Give me a comment. Let me know if you have got a time in your life that sticks out, maybe that was extra transformational or just extra difficult. And I'd love to hear what you feel like you walked away with. So how did that period in your life serve you? That's what I'm going to talk about today. It's what I'm going to tell you about for me. Might get super personal. We'll see. I'll try to... I'll try to not give away the whole farm, but um, I've got my journal here and um, I'm going to tell you all the things that are in it. (laughs) So as you guys know, many of you know this, some of you may not, but as coaches, we all have coaches. So you guys are coaches. If you're an instructor, if you're a personal trainer, if you're a health coach, I consider you a coach. If you're running a service-based business where you're consulting with people and helping them make transformation in their life, you are most likely a coach, right? And coaches have coaches. As a matter of fact, I would go as far as to say, if you are considering working with a coach and that person is not actively working with another coach, I would seriously question whether or not that person is actively living what they preach. Because coaches invest in their own personal development, because coaches are always striving to best themselves and better themselves, because when you are working toward leveling up, you always need support. And if you are not leveling up, then what exactly are you doing? I don't think anyone wants to work with someone who has stagnated in their life. So I tell you that because in January, I was at an event for a coaching program that I participate in, and everyone kept talking about 75 hard. As part of my personal loving leveling up, I have decided that I will do lots of things that scare me this year. And hearing them talk about 75 hard, I knew the program scared me. It would have been really easy for me to tell myself it was no big deal. Some of the requirements, most of the requirements were things that I already do. But also, I was feeling that knot in my stomach that told me that it scared me, which meant that I had to do it. (laughs) So stay with me today because I want to tell you about my experience in the program, the ups, the downs, and my recommendations on whether or not you should give it a go. But first, this is the Fit Pro Show. This is the show for professional health and fitness coaches. I am Kelly Coulter. I led a dual career in fitness and in marketing for 20 years. Since then, I have helped thousands of Fit Pros bootstrap businesses quickly without all the drama while creating profit from day one. 
My mission is simple. As pros, we all have a unique mix of experiences, expertise, and our own personalities that make us perfect to serve our own specific unique audiences. And it's my mission to help you find and serve that audience. I want you to serve clients that you love and make real money doing it. That's why I give you my step-by-step method on how to get your first clients and your next clients right now. That's what we did this last weekend in the Kickstart weekend. This show is where I empower you to, to by teaching you the tools and the skills that give you the choices in your career. Okay, so now are you ready to make more impact? Let's get started. So I want to tell you guys first off about the Kickstart weekend that happened this last weekend. Y'all, it was fire. I had a group of the most motivated, the most, um, oh, what do I want to say? What do I want to say about them? First of all, motivated. I mean, showing up, asking the questions, doing the things, taking action. On top of that, I was so shocked at how many of them had a lot of collateral already in place and weren't making money yet from it. So they had like lead magnets and um, lead generation stuff and Facebook groups and websites and um, flyers and challenges. And they were doing all the things and they still couldn't, they, they weren't figuring out yet how that actually makes money. And it really I didn't mean to go into this, but I'm going to say it anyways. It really shows me how um, so many coaches are out there teaching you guys things that don't actually move the needle in the beginning of your business. So um, so a, a lot of coaches are teaching you guys like to make these long systems of emails that are supposed to draw somebody from here to there, or they're teaching you to do a lead magnet, or they're teaching you to do visual branding, or maybe they're teaching you to create a website. And these are not the things that actually bring in clients, especially when you're working on your first $100,000. And so... Um, we really, we go to the basics, we go to the nitty gritty, we go to the um, the strategic and scrappy things that you need to do in order to build a business. That's what we do during the Kickstart weekend. So the videos are still there, you guys, and it is not too late to register. The videos will be up in the Facebook group until Thursday, and then I'm going to move them over to a curriculum website. You guys will have access to them till Thursday. So if you want to register, it's at fitprosconnect.com slash kickstart. So that's fitprosconnect.com slash kickstart. But I just want to shout out my Kickstarters. I know Janice has already made a sale. I know I know a couple who have already made a sale um, just from what we learned this weekend. And that is real money, y'all. That is like 10xing what they invested in this kickstart and keeping going. I want you guys to get five clients by Thursday at midnight, every single one of you. So y'all, congratulations for showing up and doing the work. And let's keep going. We're together all week. So kickstart weekend, that was that. <laughs> Let's talk about 75 hard. All right. So if you don't know, here's what 75 hard is. It's a mental tough toughness program developed. It was kind of conceptualized and developed by Andy Frisella. Andy Frisella has a podcast called Real AF. 
He's um, he's a very raw type speaker, and he kind of speaks the truth as he sees it. He's also um, an entrepreneur that has made millions of dollars. He knows what he's talking about when he talks about business. And his kind of zone of genius is really around the mindset and the mental toughness that it takes to make a million dollars, right? To make the big business that makes huge impact with people, to get your voice out there and heard. What does that really take? So he is really... One of the things that he talks a lot about and that he's very passionate about is mental toughness. 75 hard. Sometimes people see it as a diet program. And I'm going to talk about why in a second. It's not a diet program at all. It's about becoming mentally tough. So the reason that it scared me and that I knew that I needed to do it is because I am in that process of making my first million dollars. And I know that a piece of that means that I have to level up in my own mindset and in my own mental toughness. In order to have the thing, you have to be the person that has the thing. And so I knew I don't have the thing yet, which means I am not the person that gets the thing, which means I needed to level up. And so this was a piece of my leveling up. So here's what's involved in the program. 75 days. You have to work out twice a day, 45 minutes each. One of those workouts has to be outside in the elements. So I started on February 22nd. It does get cold here in South Carolina during February and March. So I did a lot of my walks in 30 and 40 degree weather. So I I, I was not as bad off as a lot of people. There were people in my Facebook support group that were in Minnesota and different really, really cold places, Canada. But I did do some walks in the cold. So work out twice a day, one outside, both in the elements, both have to be at least 45 minutes. No alcohol. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a second. Follow a diet. So it doesn't have to be a super strict diet. Well, no, let me take that back. Um, he specifies in episode 208 of the Real AF podcast that he wants it to be a diet where you don't bank up like points and then get a cheat meal. He doesn't want any cheat meals. So the I, one of the ideas is to take away all of your vices. So he doesn't want you to be able to like bank up calories and then have a day on Sunday where you get to sloth it. <laughs> so there are no cheat meals. That is a piece of the program. So you have to follow a diet. I chose to follow a low-carb diet. I did go fairly easy on myself as far as low-carb. I defined that for myself and what has worked for me in the past. You have to drink a gallon of water every day, which is more than most of us drink, even as fitness professionals. Um, You have to read 10 pages of nonfiction, it had to be business or self-development from an actual book. It could not be, so it had to be a book like you pick up and you have a page marker in it and you can see how far you've gotten. It could not be Audible. It could not be um, Kindle. It had to be like an actual book. Read 10 pages. And then take a progress selfie. I'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) So out of those 
things, the one that I was actually the most nervous about was the gallon of water. I really felt like that was going to be way too much and I wasn't going to be able to get it all in. And I, I'm a, a smaller person. I'm five, three and a half. And I really, and I, I, my stomach gets full so quickly. So I really felt like a gallon of water, like I wasn't physically going to be able to fit that all in. The water did not turn out to be an issue for me. I went and bought this pink water bottle that holds 40 ounces. And as long as I filled that up three times and then had one other glass of water a day, I was fine. So the gallon of water was not an issue on most days. Um, the low-carb diet was not an issue on most days. There were days that I was tempted to cheat, but once I kind of got into it and got in a groove, I was good. The alcohol <laughs> was an issue in the beginning. I really wanted a drink. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that when I get into my notes here, but um, that that was an issue. Um, and then toward the end, now it's like, I feel so good. I don't even want to go back to being able to have a drink on weeknights or um, I really haven't had that many drinks since I got done. So the other piece that became an issue at some point that people underestimate was that progress selfie. So I want to say a few things about the progress selfie. So the progress selfie for me, um, well, no, let me say this. People tend to think that 75 hard is a diet program or that it's about the physical results because you are doing those two workouts a day and you are following a diet, which is all part of doing things that are uncomfortable and um, following and taking away your vices, right? But the progress selfie kind of helps you to document the changes that are happening because you're abstaining from alcohol, which means that you're you're not getting to do what your friends are doing. You're having to be uncomfortable. You're um, you are working out twice a day and once is in the elements, which is um, more than probably a lot of us normally work out. Um, you're drinking the gallon of water. You're having all these healthy habits. You do end up with a physical transformation, but the physical transformation for me, I think, embodies the mental transformation. It's part of that being the person that gets the million dollars. So you be first and then you do and then you have, right? So I had to step into that person and then do the things that that person does so that I could have things that that person has. So those those are the essential elements of the program. Now, it's on an honor system, there is an app called 75 Hard where you can go and you can document everything every day. That's the piece, y'all, I'll tell you in a second about um, my little screw up. That's the piece where I kind of cheated myself at one point. Um, if you screw up, the rule is that you count it as a fail and you start over. So if you don't get your whole gallon of water in, you count that as a fail and you start over at day one. Here's where I, <laughs> technically, y'all, I should have said this in the beginning, I am a 75 hard failure, by the way. So technically, I am a failure because I failed on day 42 
to take my progress selfie. So I went to bed on a Sunday night. I was exhausted. Um, it had been an unusual day. And so I didn't take the selfie and I woke up in the middle of the night. I realized I hadn't taken the selfie and my brain did that kind of self-negotiation thing that you do that gets a lot of us in trouble. And my brain said, okay, if I get out of bed right now, I've got to put a workout outfit on and put the lights on and I'm going to wake up my husband and then I'm going to have to take this selfie and it's not going to be uh, you know, pleasant for anybody. It's just not a nice thing to do. So <laughs> I went through my phone and I found a picture that showed my full length that had been taken over the weekend and I uploaded it as my selfie into the app for that day, which allowed me to progress to the next day. But when I woke up the next day, I had to have a really hard talk with myself because I knew that truly I had failed, that that was not, that was a self-negotiation that I had made, that I had not taken the progress selfie, that I had forgotten, and that, um, that, that Andy Fraselli would say that I need to start over, right? I did not start over. I kept going. Um, I was I was not in a position to start 75 hard over. I just wasn't willing to do it. So I'm a 75 hard failure. But with that being said, I do believe there are transformations and shifts that are worth talking about, even with that having been the case. All right. So let's talk about all of that. I apologize if this episode goes a little long. All right. So I wrote a few notes here. And the first one is around the alcohol. So you give up alcohol for 75 days completely. If you take a sip of a beer, then that is counted as a failure. That would technically be a failure and you would have to start over. Um, one of the things that did helped me to kind of know that I needed to do this program was the fact that I found myself self-soothing self self-soothing with sugar and with alcohol. So I was drinking more than I was comfortable with and I was taking little bites of these little candies that I keep in the in the kitchen during the day and it was getting to be more and more and so I knew that I needed something to kind of jar me out of that comfort zone that I was sinking into. And so what I found with the alcohol is that, um, what do I want to say about that? It was hard for the first five days. It was really hard. Now, <laughs> I did something that probably most of us wouldn't sign up for when they're on a program where you have to be dry for 75 days. I went to a conference on days like four and five or three and four or something like that. And I really wanted to have a drink. I really wanted to be down in the hotel bar with all of the peeps doing all the things, but I didn't do it. So the first night I was literally in my hotel room and I was like pacing back and forth just like holding myself back from just saying, ah, screw it. I'm only on day three and I'm going to go have fun. Day four, <laughs> I was there with Alexis Perkins from Chair One Fitness and 
she went up to the bar and she got me a glass of club soda in a wine glass and it saved me. It was so good. So if you ever do a program or if you try 75 hard and, um, you need something to get you through that piece where you're socializing and you need to have something in your hand. Club soda in a wine glass saved me. So good. Now, what I have found coming through the whole thing after I have been around um, social situations and I've done the thing and I've done it dry is that I have less of a desire to go back to drinking as much as I did. That doesn't mean that I won't drink. I will, but um, I don't. I I don't see myself being a drinker through weeknights. On most, in most cases, I don't need to have a drink when I go sit at a restaurant. Um, so that piece really it did open my eyes to the ways that I was numbing out, and um, Brooke Castillo would call it um, buffering. That's what she, so Brooke Castillo is a life coach and she has a great podcast called um, The Life Coach School. She would call it buffering when you when you have to have a drink when you're in social situations or when you have to have a drink to celebrate or when you have to have a drink because you're sad or you have to have a drink because you're happy or you know for any reason that's buffering. That's like not being able to sit in your full emotions and there is a difference. And when you don't have the alcohol, you do, you do experience that difference between um, what it's like to sit in your emotions with that buffer and what it's like to sit in your emotions without that buffer. You guys ask me questions. Let me know if that is making sense to you at all. So that's what I noticed is that difference. And I, I really liked not having the buffer. So that was cool. Now, the same with the sugar. So I did low carb. So I had written out a set of rules for me and it was around limiting the amount of dairy, lim limiting the amount of wheat, um, no sugar. So I did not allow myself to have a piece of candy throughout the whole 75 days. That was not as hard for me as the alcohol. And I know a lot of people do have sugar addictions and they're very real. That was not as hard for me, but there were times that I really wanted the sugar. <laughs> so I'll just say that about the sugar. So let's talk about the two workouts a day and the, the, the body changes. So I did lose 10 pounds. So I roughly lost a pound a week. You're, you're in that program for 11 weeks. I lost roughly a pound a week. Um, my body is stronger than I was in college. And I think what's cool about that for me is that those are strength gains that I would not have made had I not done that program. So yes, I was sore most of the two and a half months. My body was sore. My muscles were sore. Um, yes, I got to a point where I was counting the minutes in my workout. I didn't want to do them. I was really, the, the last few workouts were really, really rough. I really did not want to do them. I've heard a lot of people say that days 50 to 60 are the hardest. For me, it was about day 57 to 67 were the hardest. I just didn't want to do the workouts and I was resenting them. But 
on the same token, I would get out there in the morning and I would start walking and I would see the sunrise and I would say, I wouldn't be here to see the sunrise if I wasn't on this program. So there were definite experiences because I put myself through that that I would not have been having otherwise. Um, so my body is stronger than it was in college. Um, my confidence, of course, has gone up because I, I love feeling strong. That feels great to me. Um, I feel energized. Um, I feel a lot of mental clarity. And that's the third, that's, that's the fourth point that I wrote down was mental clarity around my goals, um, around the delineation between what I feel like I'm supposed to want in this world and what I actually want in this world. And I think that might be a topic of a whole other talk, but each of us does have a responsibility as an entrepreneur to figure out what is it that would truly make me feel successful and happy versus what is society and my family and um, all of the external forces telling me is supposed to make me happy, right? And so because I was feeling my emotions and because there was no buffer and because there were no vices, I was, I got clearer in my own life on what it is that's truly going to make me happy not just what society is telling me is going to make me happy. I got clear on who is in control in my life. So this is something that I've struggled with for a really long time. And I think this is where it's going to get super personal, but that's okay. Um, I have always told myself that because um, that for a lot of reasons, I wasn't as in control of my body weight and my um, the amount of like fat that I carry as that I wasn't in control of that, that it was genetic and that it was my body and that uh, I could diet and diet and I just won't lose weight like other people, right? And what this really taught me is that I'm the one that that is in control because I did make strength gains and because I did make um, dietary changes and because I did make body changes. It really showed me who is truly in control in this life. And that would also kind of lead into point number five, which was around, I wrote it this way in my journal, the ability to stand tall and resolute in my decisions. So I'll tell you a little bit of background on that. And that's actually the last point that I'm going to make. So I don't want you to think this is going to go on too, too long after this. The ability to stand tall and resolute in my decisions. So in order to do something that's a little bit extreme, something that's outside what your friend group is doing and what your partner is doing and what your people at work are doing, you have to take a stand, right? It requires you to take a stand and say, I will be doing this. And this is a priority to me. And no matter what, it's what's going to happen. So for me around the alcohol, um, 
I, my group of friends, we, we drink on the weekends. We have some drinks and we enjoy that. And that's what we do. And it was really hard for me to go to them and say, um, you know, I will not be having a drink. And I got pushback. I got pushback. I got people trying to get me to quit. Um, I got people telling me I was no fun. And I really had to step into that person that says, I do the things that I do because they're right for me and because I have the goals that I have and because I believe this serves my highest purpose in my life. And it's okay that it's not okay with you. That is okay. So the ability to stand tall and resolute in my decisions was a huge takeaway for me from 75 hard. And you would think as a coach that I would already know that. And I did in a lot of ways, like I'm okay. If somebody's upset with me, I'm okay. If somebody's uncomfortable, I'm okay. Sitting with someone in their discomfort and allowing them to go through that and being a piece of that with them. But I think I was not fully there until I had to stand up to all of the people in my personal life and say, this is what I'm doing. The same with the two workouts a day. You know, that wasn't always completely convenient for our family. It meant people had to wait for me sometimes. It meant I had to make myself a priority over other people. And um, that, that that's not always great with a mom, with a wife with somebody who has commitments and responsibilities to other people. So that was a really great experience. It's something I will take away and keep with me that now that I have stood up and said, here is what I will be doing no matter what, that ability to do that again is something I will take away from this. So the last piece of that is identifying as the person who gets the goals and outcomes because they're willing to do the thing. So I had a set of non-negotiables every single day. I gave them priority and I got great results because of it. I got mindset transformation. I got shifts. I got body transformation. So identifying as the person who gets the goals and the outcome, I do see myself as a different person than I did when I started the program. I see myself as a stronger person. I see myself as a person who is more in control. And I see myself as the person that gets the goals that I want to get. All right. So that is the big five shifts that I made because of 75 hard around alcohol, around sugar, around body, just physical body transformation around mental clarity, and around my confidence and the ability to stand tall and resolute in my decisions. So if you want to know more about the 75 Hard Program, you can listen to the Real AF podcast by Andy Frisella, and he outlines the entire thing in episode 208. There are actually three more phases that you go through within a year. Um, for me, I will go back and do 75 hard again without that fail day before I move on to the phases. Um, but the, um, 
the whole thing is outlined in episode 208, Real AF. All right. So, and I want to say this, I am not necessarily recommending the program and I am not, not recommending the program for you guys. These are all my outcomes that happened because they serve my journey as I grow into the person that gets the million dollars. My, I, I see all of the things that I have done over the last year and even couple years as a piece of my journey to my first million dollars. So that's not everyone's journey. But I did get some great transformations out of it. I I believe in being a person who challenges yourself. If you are that person and you want to do those things, I'm all for it. I may I may lead it when I do it again <laughs> through the Grow Your Facebook group that you've through the Grow Your Fitness Business for instructors, trainers, and coaches group. We'll see. So that's what I've got for you guys today. Quickly, I know we are running over in time, but do you guys have questions for me as I close up this section of the show? Is there anything that I did not cover that you want to hear about? I don't see any questions coming in. I would love to hear what you think of everything I covered. Please comment, contribute to the conversation. If you are watching on YouTube, you can comment. If you're watching on LinkedIn, you can comment. If you're watching on Facebook, you can comment. If you are listening to the podcast, you can comment. I will see all of those. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you are watching on Facebook, make sure you're in the Grow Your Fitness Business for Instructor Trainers and Coaches group. That's where I network, support, and train you guys. I can't wait to support you there. And no matter where you're watching or listening, I would love for you to go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify right now and leave a review for the Fit Pros Business Show podcast. Your reviews help these types of conversations get delivered to the hands of other Fit Pros like you who can really benefit from the information and advice. So by leaving a review, you are actually helping me, you're helping yourself, and you're helping your colleagues. I appreciate you so much. All right. So last thing I want to say to you, y'all, if you are interested in getting your business going in the next two days, I want you to go ahead and join the Fitness Business Kickstart. So even though the live portion of it happened over the weekend, the Facebook group is still together until Thursday. So we do a private pop-up Facebook group as part of the Kickstart weekend. And that that Facebook group houses all of the videos and all of the conversation between all of the Kickstarters. I actually went live in there at two o'clock today and did some live laser coaching for some of the Kickstarters. So we are still doing a lot and there is still time to watch all the videos. Within the Kickstart, we get clear on your offer. We figure out how to create a program that serves your people, that feels good for you to sell, and that makes you money. We get clear on your pricing. We get clear on your marketing. Y'all, so many of you are working way too hard in social media and doing too much, and it does not serve your business. 
we had a corporate partnerships talk from Debbie Bellinger. It was so good. People got so much out of it. We talked about sleaze-free selling. We talked about business structure and we talked about cash injections. I have got Kickstarters using those cash injection strategies literally today and making upwards of $1,000 in one day from doing the cash injection strategies. So you can get in there at fitprosconnect.com slash kickstart. That's fitprosconnect.com slash kickstart. You guys, if you're watching and you were in the kickstart, here is where I want you to whoop it up and give me a big hell yes. Get in there. It was so good. Um, you can talk about your results. I want to hear all of it. And I would love for everyone else that's participating in this conversation right now to see what you have to say. So, all right, fitprosconnect.com slash kickstart. That kickstart will end on Thursday at midnight. You have access to everything within that kickstart, all the videos and all of the community up until then. All right. Oh, oh, I did miss one thing. One more thing about the Kickstart. You get to have a meeting with me. You get to have like an actual next steps meeting with me. It is not a sales call. It is where we talk about your business and I help you diagnose the gap between where you are and where you want to be and give you some next steps for the quickest way to get you some, some momentum toward that goal. So register for the, Fit Pro, the Fitness Business Kickstart fitprosconnect.com, F-I-T-P-R-O-S, connect.com slash kickstart. And you will get to have that call with me. If you need a little bit of extra time with the videos because you didn't um, come in until Tuesday, we can figure that out. Let's get this going. All right. So with that, you guys, I will see you on Thursday on Instagram Live at 3 p.m. and back here next Tuesday. All right. I'll see you then.